Hello everybody and welcome back to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri and as always I'm joined by Taylor Wells. How you doing, pal? Doing pretty good. Been a kind of wild week for me, but uh, other than that, doing pretty smashing. Pretty smashing, you say? Yeah. Oh, that's very good because we're here to smash. I mean, we're here to talk about smash. We're here to theorize we've got a good show for you this week we're here to theorize about which characters are going to get into the new super smash bros ultimate because there's already like 65 characters but you know there's got to be more right always got to be more it's a fighting so. game now um nintendo recently announced that there is going to be a super smash brothers direct and as usual they gave us about uh three days notice and this is taking place this Wednesday, 7 Pacific, which is actually 7 o'clock your time, 8 o'clock my time. So basically, I'm going to be hiding for the first hour at work watching the Smash Direct while it goes down. I'll probably be asleep. Yeah, I'm, the 7 o'clock is, is ridiculously early. Usually they give us, a, they kind of throw us a bone and they're at least scheduled it at like a decent time, like 3 p.m. if they're going to give us no warning for it, but... Uh, Nintendo, you never know what they're going to do. Yeah, pretty so, much. It's uh, it's also interesting to figure out, like, why would they release it at a different time? Yeah, uh, yeah who knows? They're, uh, they're just weird like that. I, I think they do things just so that, uh, just so that you know, you, they can remain unexpected and mysterious and cool. Nintendo, that chaotic good alignment from the old D&D. <laughs> um... Alright, so we're going to play a little game this week. I have got a big list of characters that I'm going to throw at Taylor. Taylor is going to give me his percentage on uh, on the chances of this character getting into Super Smash Bros. Ultimate as a playable character. So, basically I'm going to give him a name. He's going to say, well, I don't know, maybe 50%. We're going to talk about that character a little bit, discuss how they might fit into the Smash universe, and then we're going to wham-bam onto the next guy. So we got 20 of these guys to go. We're going to give you a, a definitive list at the end. We've got some oddballs in here. We've got some safe choices, I think. So why don't we just go ahead and, uh, and get started here? It's basically Andy's chance to once again ridicule me into the ground, and we love that here on the show. <laughs> yes, that is what this, that's the foundation this show was built on, which I'll forever <laughs> be known for. So let's get her so done, let's, then. Let's do this thing. Yeah. All right. The first character, Taylor Wells, that I'm going to throw at you is Springman. Now, Springman is from the uh, one of the launch games for Nintendo Switch, ARMS. He is the uh, the cover star, I guess you would say, for that game. Um, he looks a lot like Little Mac to me, except, of course, he has, you know, Inspector Gadget spring arms. So what do you think his chances of getting in are? Okay, well, that would... Uh, qualifying question, if I'm allowed. Do you Are you saying he'll be a completely individual character, or he'll be one of those shadow characters that they were talking about? Um... You can answer for either. Um, if you think a, if you think a character is going to be an Echo Fighter, as they're known, um, yes. you can answer like, yes, I think he'll be in, but as an Echo Fighter. Um, or for this instance, for Springman, I would say 
I suspect he will be in the game, and I suspect that he will be an original character. Okay, I would say, I would say maybe a sixty. 65% chance character as an Echo character, and then 80% as an original character. Okay, 80%. That's pretty That's pretty solid. I, I think that's going to be tough to beat. On this list that, I'm, uh, that I've put together, I actually think that of every character, Springman is probably the most, or probably the safest pick to get into this game. I think his moveset, uh, or his, his character design would lend itself really well to Smash. You've got like the kind of over-the-top attacks. I, I figure he would fight a little bit like Little Mac, except maybe with a better air game. So, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and I think if he's going to be an Echo Fighter, he'll be an Echo Fighter of Little Mac. And because Little yes. Mac is in the game, I, I, it lends itself strongly that an Echo character could be, could be the way to go for it. Yes, I, I agree. I think, uh, I, I think one way or another he's going to get in the game. Hoping that it's as a uh, original character, but uh, maybe not. The Echo Fighters are a little bit weird, though, because there are, like, Pichu and Pikachu, for example, are almost identical, but they're not Echo Fighters, but Dark Link, or Dark Pit and, uh, and Pit are, so a little bit weird. Anyways, let's move on. We'll have uh, to see how it let's shakes move on. out. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's see what we got for the next guy here. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. So the next person on our list is Urbosa. And of course, we all know Urbosa from The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Seems to be the fan favorite uh, choice from that game. You know, I... Hit us with your odds. See, it's tough because in this case, like, my natural bias goes towards, hell yeah, bring that lady in. But unfortunately, I just feel that they've kind of loaded us with their Zelda roster already. They kind of did focus a little bit on that while we were watching the E3 presentation. So I think she's probably got a 30 to 45% chance. All right, let's see. Let's just say 40%, just kind of in the middle there. But that being um, said, I 1,000% want her ass in the game. Yes, I, uh, I I probably agree with your odds. I think I might put them just a little bit lower. I'd put them maybe at the 30-35%. I think she would be an incredible addition, though. Uh, um, my, I might have, have been a little generous. Yeah, and, and she would just have so many cool like lightning-based moves. Her final smash could, of course, be her Bosa's Fury. Um, I think that she would be a welcome... A welcome character, and and you know, I feel like they gotta have somebody from Breath of the Wild in the game. I think they're counting so, Link as Breath of the Wild now. Yeah, yeah, they, you know, and and they might be. I it was, I remember a while back uh, we were talking about uh, Breath of the Wild Link being its own separate character, and and it was kind of uh, algamated with regular Link. So you could very well be right. Um, I still hope that they have. A, a fresh character from Breath of the Wild, though. So I would say, yeah, I don't know about uh, Urbosa's chances to get in, but I, I would love to see her. I'm right there with you. All right, next next up on our list is Rex. Rex is the protagonist from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, he's your main playable character. He's a little bit of a short lad, but uh, we won't hold that against him. What do you think his chances are? So... 
Uh, I mean, and I have to preface this obviously with the fact that um, I'm not as familiar with Xenoblade as you are. Um, however, I don't know that he has a good shot, if only because Shulk is going to be in the game, and he seemed to be the, the Xenoblade representative before, so I don't know if Nintendo with a 68-player roster to start with is going to want to throw in another one. So I'd say mm -hmm. maybe 30%, 35 30%. Um, that's fair. My... I have. I think if you were to ask me, I'd put him at fifty percent. Okay. Um, I believe that someone from Xenoblade Chronicles Two will be a playable character. It's just a matter of who. And uh, just kind of backtracking for a second. That's maximizes. Yeah, that. it's 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 this is what Smash is so great at is like um, introducing you to characters and then introducing you to games. Like I'm probably not alone in in saying that I'd never heard of fire emblem before i played as marth and melee and, and now that's one of my favorite series so that's kind of like i never heard of shulk before he was in the game too and then i went back and, and played the xenoblade chronicle series and it's a great series so um, well, you're definitely not alone in that there are many many yeah. news articles and stuff that came out after melee's release discussing the very fact that like everybody was super hyped about roy and marth and nobody knew who knew who the hell they were and roy yeah, actually exactly. debuted in in melee before he actually debuted in his own game that yeah that's true his game didn't his game didn't come uh stateside until I want to say his almost game, 2004 or something like that. No, his game never came stateside. His game is still Japanese only. But his game is didn't it? even release in Japan until I think a, a couple of months or something after Melee came out. There have hmm. been translations of his game and pe like people have done fan stuff, but his actual game right. was never released outside of Japan. I thought he was the Binding Blades. Maybe that might be someone else. Uh, I, no, I don't know. he was... He was, uh, oh my gosh, my brain. Uh... Anyway, it, it doesn't matter. So, Rex, I would say 50. You're going to say 30%, though. Yours is going to be the definitive ranking. Um, he would be an okay addition. I agree that he would be very similar to Shulk, though, even though they don't use the Monado in uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. But uh, we're going to touch on Xenoblade again just in a little bit here. But uh, for now, I've got another character for you. Are you quick, ready? Quick note, uh, Binding Blade was exclusive to Japan. They were planning on localizing it, but they never did. And that was his game. Oh. Okay, so we were, we were both kind of in the right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Uh, okay. no I'll, question. I'll take that. So next character. Okay. Next character is Taylor Wells. Detective Pikachu. Ooh. Definitely, I, I think like 85 to 100%, that's going to be an Echo Fighter. Uh, I'm with you. I think like it's almost or a skin. certainty that he's going to be an Echo Fighter. Yeah, um, definitely something along may, those lines. Maybe a skin. Maybe I'm I'm going for the for the gold though, and saying I think he's going to be a completely separate Echo Fighter. Yeah, I, I I'm with you on that one. Um, I think that Pe because Pichu wasn't an Echo Fighter, um, that that opens up the door for Detective Pikachu to be an Echo Fighter of Pikachu, and that would honestly just be so great. They could you know. Uh, his, his voice and mannerisms in that game are just like so funny. That's, I, I would, a lot of people I think would groan at that, but I would love to see Detective Pikachu in. 
And as far as I know, Detective Pikachu has done pretty well in terms of both audience reception and critical reception and sales, so why not? Yeah, I think there's uh, there's already a second Detective Pikachu game out in Japan right now. Um, it's either out or it's coming out imminently. Yep, sounds so, like a sure and, bet. And with a, with a movie on the way, I think it makes sense as well. Oh, I didn't even know that he had a movie coming out. They have Ryan Reynolds voicing Detective Pikachu. I mean, you so, can't really go wrong with Ryan Reynolds voicing a character like that. No, so you, I am totally on board Sign with this. <laughs> I am 100% right. on board. So I think, so actually, Detective Pikachu has matched Springman. So both of them are at 80%. So we're going to get a little riskier here with our next pick. Skull Kid, a.k.a. Oh. Majora's Mask. Has Why this gotta boat hit me with this? sailed? Uh, you know, <laughs> again, this is one of those characters where I'm like, I would kill to see this character in the game. But just with the history Nintendo has had with like putting him in other stuff besides just Majora's Mask. Like, he, w he was a trophy fighter for a bit, if I remember correctly. Um, uh, he was an assist trophy yeah. in Smash 4, yes. Exactly. So I'm just like, I don't... I want it, but I doubt it. So I'm going to say 25% to 35%. Alright. Um, but he would be his own fighter. No. I doubt he would be an Echo fighter. He definitely, he definitely wouldn't. And I think that he would have... He has the unique properties to have a really cool moveset, especially if they play on the Majora's Mask factor. His final um, smash could be bring the moon down. Yeah, that just seems like such a cool final smash to have. Um, it seems kind of like an obvious win, but I don't know. I, I feel like the ship has sailed on that. Like If they were going to do that, they probably would have done it for uh, Smash 4, and that was right around the time that Majora's Mask 3D was coming out, so that would have made a lot of sense. Yeah, my question for Nintendo in this case would be like, they they like to do a lot of things when there's a huge fan demand for it. For example, like bringing Roy back into Smash was a, a long time uh, want from fans. In fact, there was a minor uproar when when um, Brawl came out. And Roy mm -hmm. was replaced by Ike, and a lot of people were like, "Wait a minute, why?" So you know, it, it's funny that that Nintendo listens to a lot of their fan stuff, but like for whatever reason, they've just completely ignored Skull Kid, despite him being one of the most demanded characters. No, I'm, I'm hoping that he comes, but I I think I would put my percentages even lower than yours if I'm being honest. You have it at twenty five percent. I I I'd change it, it like after 15. this discussion to fifteen. Yeah. Agreed. 15k. That's too bad for Skull Kid, because I really like him. But uh, I can't see it happening. Yeah. Um, Alright, so Nick's character is uh, kind of an oddball. And it's this is, this is probably going to be one of the lowest uh, percentage characters, but it's someone that I've always really wanted. I wrote in for him on the fan ballot. Black Mage from Final Fantasy. The original Final Fantasy. I would love to see Black Mage in a Final Fantasy or in a Super Smash Bros. game. I think he would have such a cool move set. I know that it's probably pretty unlikely, though. 
You know, that that's a really great point, though. Black Mage ha would have a, a lot of potential. A lot of potential. For, uh, you could even kind of mix some of the stuff that's... Um, from the the guy from Fire Emblem, the Robin. Robin, that's right. Yes, Robin. Like Robin's move set, like where he changes the spells, you know, depending on what what thing he has select, mm, uh, which yeah. blade he has selected, and stuff like that. You could you could incorporate a lot of those mechanics through with Black Mage, and kind of combine them maybe with Zelda's move set, and where you know he has different spells he casts, and all of them you know have their their traditional Final Fantasy theme. My problem well, is. I mean, is... and there's not a lot of magic users in Smash either. There's, uh, I mean, there's Zelda, there's Robin, there's kind of Palutena, and uh, you know, that's unless I'm unless I'm missing somebody, that's pretty much it. Yeah, no, I think that that's a fairly accurate assessment, and it it brings to mind why I would be doubtful of this, and it's because. I think Final Fantasy characters showing up in Smash is kind of like a guest event kind of deal. It's a super big thing. And if it's a super big thing, they would probably bring one of the more like main characters into well, it. I, and they and they already did. I mean like yeah, with Cloud, Cloud. Is, is returning to to Smash, so that that kind of messes up the odds a little bit, but yeah. uh I think it's more I, likely I think it would be cool. I think it would be more likely that they bring in Squall or Zidane or Tidus, one of those characters, as opposed to Black Mage, but I'm with you in that I would I would love to see Black Mage in it, but I'm going to give that one a 10% chance to be in the game. Anybody with Squall. <laughs> hey, I least you know, included your character in there. If they, if they brought him in, in his Kingdom Hearts guys, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, let's move on to the next one, and this one is also a uh, kind of an, an oddball one, um, and I pitched this a while ago, and everybody kind of pooped all over me for it, but what do you think about the Blights from Breath of the Wild? Now, my proposition is is that they combine all of the Blights into one character, so like Wind Blight, Water Blight, Fire Blight, whatever, like each, each element has its own distinct move. And if for its final smash, it could turn into like a Calamity Ganon esque being. That would be my question. Do you question, think that though, sounds feasible? No, because that would be my question: is like, why not just make Calamity Ganon a character in that in that point? Because essentially, that's what you have. Because in Breath of the Wild, Calamity Ganon is essentially a combination of every fight you've done with with the with the uh, Blights beforehand. So. I, kind of, I guess, um, and uh, maybe we could rephrase this too to to be like Blight slash Calamity Ganon, but like one of those, like one of those kind of characters to get in. Um, I, I didn't think it was impossible. To me, the the reason that I didn't say uh, Calamity Ganon was just because Calamity Ganon had no character. But I guess like maybe the Blights, to be fair. Um, so I why don't you give give us two percentages for the blights and then for Calamity Ganon? How about that? We'll cheat a little bit here. Um, Calamity Ganon, I think, would be maybe a forty percent. No, not even like thirty percent chance as an Echo character. Uh, the as blights, an Echo character, an Echo of who? Of Ganon. You think they'd have the same move set? No, not the exact same moveset, but it would be kind of similar to how Ganon was implemented in Melee, and where he was a copy of Falcon's moveset, but everything looked different. You know what I mean? And some of the moves mm, had different properties. Yeah, okay. 
So what did we say for Calamity Ganon? Uh, uh, 30%. 30? Okay. Uh, for for the, the Blights, you're giving that a big fat thumbs down? I think so. I think they will probably show up as assist trophies. That's fair. So we have we have like a 0% chance for the Blights? In my opinion, yes. All right. That 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 is fair. Um that's that's a better response than some of the responses I've got to that character suggestion, so I'll take that. Let's move on to the next character. We said that we were going to come back to Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and here we are. Um the next character is Pyra. Pyra is not the main playable character, but she's the focal point of the story. She is, of course, the red-haired beauty that you wake up. She's what's known as an Aegis. Um, she's kind of like the uh, the end-all, be-all, powerful blade in, in that game. And she is far more critical to the story than almost anybody in that game. And Pyra has a unique ability to switch into another character called uh, Mithra. Um, so that would almost be like a Zelda Sheik kind of deal. So, so qualifying question then, who is she in relation to Rex, who I believe was the one you mentioned before? Yes. So Rex is her driver and her driver think of it think of it this way. Rex would be like the Pokemon trainer and Pyra would be like the Pokemon. So mm. drivers control blades and blades are who actually like helps fight in combat and stuff like that and they have all these uh, different abilities and, and whatnot. So that would probably be the best analogy that I could give you. And if if we're going to stick with this analogy, Rex would be the Pokemon trainer and Pyro would be like Mewtwo. Like she's that type of Pokemon. Okay. Um. So this... Go ahead. I, I'm thinking that now that you mentioned that kind of relationship, wouldn't it be interesting to see both of them in the game? Rex is kind of like the driver in the background, and then Py uh, Pyra, you said her name was? Yes. Uh, Pyra in, as, the co as the combatant. It, it could work like that. Um, it's not exactly the same, because like Rex does fight. Like You do control Rex, and he does fight. It's not like he'll stand in the background. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I think that it's almost a certainty that one of these two characters will get into Smash Bros, but well, I don't know which one. Because of my unfamiliarity with the series, I'll have to take that into account, and if that's the case, and you're saying that Pyra is the most integral to the story one of the and the focal point of the story, I would probably have to give her a 65 to a 70% 70, 70 chance of showing up in Smash Ultimate. All right. Um, I, I think I'm going to stick with, uh, with Rex, maybe I'll say 50%, oh. but I, I would rather see Pyra in because she has some pretty cool moves towards the end of the game. Her final smash could be, they have like this ultimate form that would, uh, that would really mess anybody up, um, that they can turn into you, you have the, the Mithra dynamic to play off of. So you can kind of switch in between. They have, um, like different elements associated with them too. So like Pyra has fire, Mithra has light. So there's a lot of cool stuff that you could do with Pyra as a playable character. So I think I would rather see her in than Rex because Rex, you know, you were right. We have Shulk already, but we don't have anybody quite like Pyra in. So if I were, if I were picking, I would say that she is the one that I want to see. And, uh, I think I've I think I've talked myself into it's more likely that she's going to be in than Rex. 
And, you know, I'd, I'd agree with it, honestly speaking. You know, we need more lady fighters anyway, so let's put in uh, let's put in a really good one who's critical to the story of the game that she comes from. And if mm -hmm. Nintendo's adamant about having two or more Xenoblade characters, she seems to be a perfect fit, according to your description. Yeah, she'd be good. She's very interesting um, to me you know what? as Actually, well. I'd like to see her in action. Uh, on that note, Smash 4 really actually um, improved in that regard um, and introduced a lot more female character fighters. Just taking a look right now, there's there's Bayonetta, Wii Fit Trainer, Palutena, and then of course you have the option to uh, to have Robin and to have Corrin as their female counterparts as well. And we've already got the Inkling, which is uh, in the new game too. So I think it's I think they're doing a better job. But yeah, it's definitely always nicer to see some more diversity in there. Yeah. Totally agree. All right, next one is a pretty oddball selection here. So hit me with your percentage. Dragonborn. Dragonborn. From Skyrim. You know, that would be really interesting to see, especially with this whole new Bethesda partnership. And that actually brings up a character I have for you. Um, yes. But we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Dragonborn. Okay, we, we'll do Dragonborn and then you ask me. Yeah. Now, I don't think that this is actually totally impossible. I think it's unlikely, but not impossible because you do have, you know, you did have the Breath of the Wild Skyrim crossover. You did have, you know, Skyrim appearing on the launch trailer for Nintendo Switch. So it's, there's like, they're kind of not ingrained, but there's there seems to be a little bit more of a growing... Um, base for Skyrim on the on Nintendo consoles, so I don't think that it would be totally impossible. You know, I can't I can't disagree with you at all on that. Um, it's oh, I want it like I really do. That just sounds super fun and interesting. Likelihood percentage, I think. Can you imagine that final smash, like the dragon coming down and breathing fire on everybody. That would be crazy awesome. I think, and it would lend itself to Nintendo's partnerships with, with third-party developers, and you know we we've always said this before too. Is like Nintendo's never been shy about partying with third-party, despite you know everybody always complains like, oh, where are our third-party titles? But they've done a lot of third-party stuff. But it seems like with the Switch, they've been a lot more vocal about it and saying, hey, look at this. We're bringing in Bethesda or we're bringing in Arc mm -hmm. System Works, you know, these these kinds of deals. So I, I want to say that, you know, Dragonborn could have maybe a 25% chance of getting in. I think that's uh, that's pretty decent odds. I You know, I'm going to say the exact same thing, 25%. Okay. So that brings me to my character for you then. Along the same lines of thinking through Nintendo partnerships and stuff, we also had a game that is a personal favorite of mine, of course, but it was also on the launch trailer for Switch, and that's Dragon Ball Fighters. So, what do you think of maybe Goku coming into play? I'm going to give that a big fat 0%. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, I know that lots of people have always wanted Goku in uh, Super Smash Bros. But that's kind of, it's kind of like saying that like you want Batman in, in Smash Bros. Because Arkham City is, is on your console. Um, it's just, it's not 
gonna happen like it, it it would be it's one thing for like a third party video game character to get in i think it's a complete other thing for like someone off of a different property altogether like a tv show to to squeak into super smash bros it's a fair um, point it's a fair point i i think i saw a tweet actually just before we started this podcast and it, it was something along the lines of like like Jennifer Aniston from Friends has as much business being in Super Smash Bros as Goku does. And like I know that Goku would be a cool fighter, but I think that unfortunately he's going to exist in his own fighting game universe. Um You know, ultimately I, I agree I, with you. I I'd love to see it, but I I'm in on the same on the same note. I I think that you're going to have to stick with mods if you uh if you want to see that happen. Probably. He would work as a great character, though, all things considered. Like, his moveset could be pretty unique, and his final smash you know could what? be this I... big Kamehameha and all that. Yeah, I agree. He would be, like, a like a, actually, he would he would fit in really well into the Smash design. It's it's almost everything is, is kind of tailored towards making him a good character. There'd be lots of, like, specials that he could have, final smashes, but... You know, I wonder uh, if... I would, I would give that a... Not a very good odds. Yeah, I wonder if, like, maybe a secondary character in Dragon Ball, such as, like, Vegeta or Cell or, you know, some other character might fit better just because it's not, like, the character that's on the image all the time of of what Dragon Ball is, but still kind of fits the theme of, of a fighter and bring him in. But uh, yeah, ultimately, I, I agree I with think, you. Uh, I, I just think that it would, like, like it's, it's not going to happen to have... Uh, a Dragon Ball character in, and I, that's, I mean, there have been discussions for Goku since probably Melee came out, if I yeah. remember. Well, secondary uh, then, secondary character for you then. Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. Or, or another Mortal Kombat character, such as like Scorpion or something like that. Like a well-known Mortal Kombat fighter guest starring in Smash. Um, I'd say maybe 15%. Um, and the only reason I, I rank that so low is because Mortal Kombat has never had like a great um, presentation for Nintendo consoles. It has um, been. What about the Nintendo sixty four? We had we had Mortal Kombat three and trilogy on it, and it it did pretty well. Yeah, that was. I mean, the, I'm thinking back, and like, yes, it was on the SNES, and yes, it was on the N sixty four, but that was. Like that—that that was a long time ago. I mean, twenty years ago. Um, at this point, um, well, Final Fantasy also. I, I, I don't know. I guess I guess my my issue with it. Yeah, my my issue with it, and I guess you could make the same argument. Cloud was never on a Nintendo console. The the thing that I have a hard time seeing is is there's two factors. A is that uh, some of the Sub Zero fighters are tied up right now in Injustice, um, and that's, but that's like their own their property. guest appearance. Yes, and then B, I, I just I think that they might be too violent for Smash, um, which I, I mean obviously you could tone that down as well because you know Solid Snake is in Smash and he's not a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. But and I think obviously uh, people would want his final Smash to be like a fatality or a brutality thing, and in that case I think like they could do one of those. You know, you, you played Street Fighter, right? Yep. So you know how Akuma, when he does his uh, his super, it's usually his super, not his ultimate, but he grabs you, screen fades to black, you see a bunch of punches and stuff fly off the screen, and then it's just reappears, unfade to black, it's Akuma standing there with his opponent just battered on the ground. 
you could kind of mm-hmm. do the same thing with a fade, with a brutality kind of thing. You just have it fade to black. You see a bunch of punches, or he does a bunch of punches. It fades to black, and then says fatality or brutality, and the character's instantly KO'd. I, yeah, I I just I don't see it. Um, I would give it a fifteen percent chance, um, and I would say that I don't know which one would be more likely, Scorpion or Sub Zero. Almost like the same, but uh, I yeah, I just I just I don't see it. Um, I think that would be neat. Um, I think that that's not really like a Nintendo ish third party character to put in the game. You know what I mean? Like Street Fighter, like Ryu is a very Nintendo kind of choice to put in that game. Um, other third party like Cloud is a is a you know Japanese role playing star and he makes a lot of sense. Solid Snake is still a little bit of an oddball, but I mean Kojima personally lobbied for him to be in that game, so it makes a little bit of sense. But it, it seems it seems like a bit of a weird stretch to me to include that. But I mean, you never know. Bayonetta's in the game, and, and she is not what I would have expected either. So I got you. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that at fifteen percent. I'm picking up what you're dropping. I can I can agree with that. Yeah. So, cool. Shoot with your next All character right. then. Let's take it back to Zelda here. I'm gonna suggest Mifa. Hmm. So a champion now. All right. A champion. Yes. Well, I mean, Urbosa was a champion as well. So Do you think her odds are awesome. better or worse than Urbosa's? You had Urbosa ranked at. Uh, give me one second here, and I'll find it. You had Urbosa ranked at forty percent. Yeah. See, that's a struggle because I think a l- there's there's quite a bit of a fan base for me. If I I don't think there's any question about that. But her showing up in a Smash game would be it would be odd because we've not really seen much of what her combat abilities are. Only really what her support and relationship to Link was in Breath of the Wild. So it'd be I. I think it would be strange to see her in Smash, if only like as a as a full blown character, if only because mm-hmm. there there doesn't seem to be anything indicating that you know that would be her forte or her her kind of choice. Zelda makes sense because Zelda's always been a fighter. She's never necessarily been on the front lines per se, but you know she we, she's always been implied to be a very powerful sorcerer or or at least you know a magic user in some some way, shape, or form. Her abilities to turn into Sheik or you know whatnot, like she's been given plenty of opportunity in games before to where it makes sense to have her fighting in Smash. Mifa, I can't make the same argument. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think like assist um, trophy. I, I mean, more. it was weird to see Fox out of the out of the cockpit fighting at the beginning too. But he's so a soldier. I, there's there's that argument it. for. But he's like a soldier, so yeah, you can imagine I mean, you him could fighting. Say the same thing about Captain Falcon, though. Like he he's always been behind the cockpit of his car as well. But he was but he was supposed to be a bounty hunter, so he's implied to be this badass. But I mean, Mifa's also a champion, so she's implied to be this badass. Yeah, you know, it's just weird because like all the other champions, you they definitely had like combat esque abilities, or they were shown to be very strong in their own rights for the different tasks they were set. So, like, for example, Daruk being, you know, this protective, you know, very strong Goron who helps shield his his champions. Urbosa was the ranged spellcaster who obliterated her foes from afar. 
Uh, Rivali mm-hmm. was also kind of like a, the aerial support. And then Mifa always seemed like she was the, the cleric of the group or the healer of the group. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, she is. And then Link was the mainline so, fighter who fought alongside Daruk on the front line. So what is your official percentage for I'd, this? I'd say probably a 10 or 15%. 10 or 15%. She's way more right. likely as an assist trophy, I feel. Um, I don't disagree with that. I think I would like to see her in the game because I think she would be a unique addition, but you would, yeah, you would have to make up the bulk of her moves and her specials. Um, that's for sure. Cool. All right. Next character. And this is probably, probably going to be a 0% for you. Cosmos from Xenosaga. Now, let me preface this. The reason that I say Cosmos is because Xenosaga is an old series developed by uh, Monolith for the PlayStation 2. And uh, it's it's kind of like their signature series, I guess. Well, before Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, Cosmos appeared in Xenoblade Chronicles 2 as an extremely rare blade. So think like the Mew to Pyra's Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. And she was extremely powerful. But uh, it was more so a cameo than anything else. But uh, she would be a badass character to put in Smash. I want it. I don't think it's very likely. Again, this is one of those things I'll have to take your word for because I'm not as familiar with Xenosaga as you are. Um, it sounds like a cool concept, that's for sure. But mm, to be featured in Smash, especially if she was really only a cameo in, in one of the more recent titles, I, probably not. I'd give her like maybe a 5% chance. 5%. Um... Well, that's fair enough. This next one is going to be interesting because this is another... This is going to be the theme with most of the Zelda characters that we talk about here. Midna. Oh. On Wolf Link, specifically. Ugh. Leave me alone. Has the ship sailed. (laughs) Yeah. I I think that the time has passed for Midna to be in Smash. Uh, She was an assist trophy in... um, in Smash 4, and I'm just actually going to confirm and see if she's an assist trophy in this game as well, but I don't think she's been revealed yet. But what do you think her chances as a, play- as a playable character are? I mean, uh, this... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be impartial here, but uh, you know, I can't, I can't disagree with you. She... It seems like everybody wants to put her in, same with Skull Kid, but... Nintendo is very adamant about keeping her as either an assist trophy or a stamp or, you know, what what have you, as opposed to having her be a full-fledged character. And and if you put her on Wolf Link, while that would be a really cool concept as a fighter, I have to give her that, despite my feelings towards Mifa. Or, sorry, not Mifa, uh, towards uh, Midna. But the... You'd have... At that point, you'd have, what, Four links, or five? Is Twilight Princess Link an Echo Fighter um, or skin? No, you 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 would have four if you kind of count Wolf Link as a link, which yeah. I guess you know he is. And I think that would be a little excessive. Like, despite, don't get me wrong, Fire Emblem has probably one of the greatest representations of all the the cast. 
in Smash with like what is it? They have like five or six fighters. They have six characters. Yeah. Six. So like I think Mario and maybe maybe Pokemon are the only ones that kind of compete with them for character roster. Well, and Zelda now, but like to have a fourth Link uh, character. No, I think it's still Mario Pokemon. Yeah, yeah I, I feel you there. So I would say, what, what did I give Skull Kid? A thirty? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. I would get. I would. To be fair, and this is without my bias towards not really liking the character. Thinking of her as a fighter in Smash, thinking of her utility, especially if she was like paired with Wolf Link, um, I think she would be a really interesting fighter, and she would be fun to play for a lot of people, and definitely most fan demanded. But I think Nintendo is unlikely to do it, so I'd give her the same chance as Skull Kid, fifteen percent. Okay, that is fair. Um, this next one, I think, has a very good chance of being in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. It's a third-party character. They are the Rabbids. You know what? I actually think that's pretty likely. The This whole partnership with Nintendo and the Rabbids recently has been, like, on fire. And the Mario vs. Rabbids was supremely successful. Is a crazy game. I've been able to play it for, like, three an hours, and I am awesome hooked on game. it. Yeah, so, I, you know... <laughs> That, I think, is probably one of the more likely ones. I'd give that, like, a 70, 75% chance that yeah, a rabbit I, I feel up. strongly that that's going to make the cut. And yeah. I think that you probably have it where, like, your default was Peach Rabbit, and then maybe, like, Mario, Luigi, and then just, like, regular um, rabbit uh, in the game would be would be your choices. But, uh, yeah, they, they would have, like... I mean, they're tailor-made for Smash. You you have your uh, different guns and your different bombs and stuff that you throw in the game, and it's like, it's a it's a blast of a game. I think that they fit really well into the Smash aesthetic. Um, there would be lots of cool opportunities for stages and stuff like that that would accompany them. So I think that, especially with the success that uh, that that game enjoyed, that this is a no-brainer. Their whole personality parties. too, like, is just it's crazy fun. They're <laughs> they're they're not everyone's brand of uh humor but like they're it, it's just pure fun pure unadulterated fun and i think the rabbits have a very strong chance of being in the game i'm right with you all right i agree so that's a 75 percent chance for rabbits now here is an interesting one because this one seems like it definitely could happen but uh it would also be weird if it did dark samus Hmm. See, that's now a, to that's preface a, to yeah, preface this. There is, uh, or there was rather, a Dark Samus kind of costume. Not not a costume necessarily, but you could put Samus's colors where it it kind of mimicked Dark Samus before. Um, right. So her colors would be like black and blue, and that was her last alt costume. In this game, that option is gone, replaced with a more generic, um, you know, color, color palette. So. It, it seems very likely that, you know, with the addition of these Echo Fighters, it seems to make perfect sense, especially if, you know, we get some information on Metroid Prime 4 in the next couple months before Smash comes out, and Dark Samus is once again part of that. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go straight for the kill here. I'm going to put it all on the line, and I'm going to say there's a 100% chance Dark Samus is an Echo Fighter. Holy, 100%. That's number one for sure. One hundo. Wow. 
All right, so we've got 100% on the board for Dark Samus here. Let's keep the momentum going. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven characters left, so let's bring it home here. Shovel Knight. Mm, unlikely, I feel. I It would be interesting to see, but I don't think the aesthetic fits, and I don't... What? Well, okay, maybe, maybe I'm thinking of... I, I think that he is tailor-made for Smash. I would put this at, like, a 50%, and if there is a Smash ballot, I would put it at 75%. I think the reason I'm saying no is because I'm I'm thinking of a different title, not Shovel Knight. So I'm going to revisit this in my brain for a quick minute. So while I'm doing that, uh, let's, let's give an overview of who Shovel Knight is for our listeners. All right. So Shovel Knight is uh, or Shovel Knight is a game that's developed by Yacht Games. Um, it came out 2014, and you are a knight and you fight with a shovel. Um, it already has uh, an amiibo made from it, and it's got uh, that amiibo was made a few years ago. And uh, Shovel Knight has released a couple of expansions as well. Um, the where you fight as Plague Knight, Shield Knight, and king knight I, I could get those names wrong but uh basically it's like a throwback uh 2d side scroller it's very it's very snes-esque um it plays kind of like a Mega Man mario mix um game i think that like if they could get the licensing done it would be it would be like a total no-brainer i i think that uh the fact that yacht games has has already collaborated to make an amiibo kind of bodes well for Shovel Knight's chances to get in. I think that a lot of people really wanted him in Smash 4, um, but obviously that, you know, that didn't happen. But um, I think that, you know, if there's any third-party characters that make sense to get in, Shovel Knight would be, would be up there for me, I think. You know, I, I actually agree with you. This... Um... My problem was, I now know what I was thinking of. Like for whatever reason, when you said Shovel Knight, my brain went to Super Meat Boy, <laughs> which is a kind of similar setup. And like it's a, a two, it's a two D fighter, but like it was a very different aesthetic than Shovel Knight. Um, yes. So where Shovel Knight is concerned, yes, I agree with you. I think um, I do. I do think it actually it does fit. There could be some cool, neat. Uh, like updated visual because it's 2D it's it's hard to like you know always see necessarily in detail especially with the fact that like it's mm-hmm. it's modeled after older school stuff so you know to be able to see like it, it, it shovel knight in a 3D fighter where you get to see all these like you know 3D animations kind of kind of ask uh stuff while you know yeah. bringing it up to like you know 2018 graphics would be really cool so i i would say 50% as well all right um, so we got a 50 for Shovel Knight. Let's uh, let's plow through these last couple here. Captain Toad. Hmm. I'm gonna say I don't know, maybe like 40 percent. Yeah, I'm. I I would go with 40 percent. Maybe maybe 35. I don't know. Yeah, nothing. Nothing really sticks out about Captain Toad to me. For like, I I think people would rather see maybe like Rabbids than 
than Captain Toad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I my thing is I don't know what his attacks would be because I don't. Yeah. I haven't played Captain Toad, but he doesn't attack in that game. He just kind of moves around. Yeah. So, but it, I, it does kind of seem like a Nintendo esque thing to do. It it does, but again, I think we're faced with the same dilemma we're faced with with Mifa, and where it, it's hard to see what it would look like, and if they were to pull it off wrong, like to where it doesn't feel or look natural, then it would just be a bad idea, and people would respond poorly to it. Right. Uh, so that's a thirty-five percent. We're gonna say. Yeah. I think that's I think that's fair. All right. Moving on, this is a character I was surprised didn't get into Smash 4, Dixie Kong. Mm, that's a good one. I would I would like to see that, and I think I think Donkey Kong definitely needs some more rep. And Dixie I think Dixie would be a good fit. I would say well, I I have to take my opinion out of the, or my uh bias towards it out of it, but I would say you could have probably a 50, maybe a 60% chance that they, they want to add some Donkey Kong love after all these years. So I'm going to say a 65% chance. And okay. my reasons are kind of the same. Is I think that Donkey Kong needs more representatives. Um, you could have Dixie come in with a unique moveset with her ponytail. I think that would add a lot of uh, variables to her. Um, she just appeared in Tropical Freeze, which of course just was ported on the Switch. So I think that it uh, it makes sense. The time is right, um, and I mean, I, I like I I want to see her in there too. Dixie Kong is is one of my favorite uh, characters in Donkey Kong, but I think that there's a lot of other uh, factors going in that that seem to line up to make it uh, a, a solid prediction. I really hope we're right, because that would be amazing. Right. So this next one is I I don't know why I'm so sure of this cuz I feel like you're going to shit all over this but Nintendo Labo as a character how would that even work you, Well it could work because you could have this character constructed out of cardboard you would have it do a bunch of different moves you, you know you could I mean really you, you you could do anything with it you know on the on the Labo itself, there's like that punching dude, and then you could I don't know have him turn into a car, run somebody over. You could have his final smash be like he, he brings a cardboard house down on somebody. Like I don't know. I I think that it I think that it's just like a crazy idea that's kind of like kind of like in the same vein as the Wii Fit Trainer, where it's like how would you make this work? But it did. So, so I I don't know why I feel like confident that this is gonna happen. So I'm gonna put sixty percent. It would be kind of like a Wii Fit Trainer Game and Watch Wario mix. Well, is that what you're thinking? Kind of like like Wii Fit Trainer in the sense that like it was it's just a weird character that nobody would have thought of. Yeah. So um, I I think that Labo would control most like let's see is there anybody even on the roster that would be comparable. Um, you know what? Uh, I I can't even see anybody on this list that would be comparable to how Labo would control. But like, I I don't know. I feel like it's it's a cool it's a cool concept. Um, why not? Sakurai has has been known to think outside the box, no pun intended, before. So uh, 
I don't know. I, I don't ask me why I feel so confident about this, but I, I just feel like the Nintendo Labo is going to be a character in some form or fashion. So my deal with this would be I I get the craziness factor and I like it. I really do. I think that you're right in how Sakurai definitely, as you said, no pun intended, thinks outside the box. It's just, I don't know, like if, if I'm going to put a percentage on it, I kind of, I guess, need you to convince me that it can work as, as a character. And if... I don't know, because like, it's, it's hard. I'm, I'm not a fight... I don't do... In my line of work, I don't I don't deal with a lot of fighting games. I wish I did more work with fighting games, but it's I don't know. It it's out there enough to where it gives it a possibility, but I'm struggling with figuring out the design mechanics of it, so it kind of pulls me back. So I would give him a sixty percent. How much percent chance are you giving? Sixty percent. Well, because it's that's crazy. What, that's what I was gonna give. That's crazy, but. The craziness, I guess, alone, because we haven't seen something super, super, you know, off and away since Brawl and, and We Fit Trainer, I, you know, it could be time, so it lends credence to it. It's just the design that's holding me back from giving it, like, an 80 or a 90. I think that you could have him in, like, his fighter form um, for the most part, and then when he goes to attack, he would transform into different things. But uh, let's move on to the next guy here. We've got three left. Let's do them, and let's uh, give a big round up here. Decidueye from Pokemon, Sun and Moon. Um, well, it's Pokemon, so there's definitely a good likelihood there just because of that alone. But the question is... Is Nintendo done throwing Pokemon fans a bone because they've included every single Pokemon character they've ever introduced into the series into Ultimate, and they're like, they're on the same boat as say? I would say. Go ahead. No, I I would say definitely no. I feel like there's gonna be representation from the newest Pokemon gen. I think the question is, is it going to be from uh, the latest generation or the next one? And since we didn't get the next one at E3 or anything like that, instead we got Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu. I think it's pretty safe to say that we are going to get a new Pokemon character. I think of every new Pokemon introduced in uh, Sun and Moon, Decidueye makes the most sense. He seems to be the fan favorite. He would definitely have the coolest moveset. Um, I think he's pretty likely. I think he's going to be like... Like a seventy percent, if you were asking me. Yeah, I mean the it, it's true, but I just struggle with the fact that like po- Pokemon, Fire Emblem, and Mario have so much representation in the cast, and you know now at this point, I mean, despite the fact that Link is like four of the freaking characters representing Zelda, you know Zelda Two has has that representation. It's just I I struggle with Nintendo adding more characters to those rosters when they have quite a few other series being represented in the game, like Metroid, that don't have as many. And granted, we're getting a new Metroid character. We're getting Ridley for crap's sake, which is amazing. We're, we're getting Dark Samus too, a hundred percent. Exactly, Taylor Wells. Exactly. So that's what I think. Um, I think they're gonna focus. I, I see more. where you're coming from, but I think 
I, I think that Pokemon and Mario warrant the amount of characters that it has. Fire Emblem, not so much. But uh, when you move the numbers that Mario and Pokemon do, I, I think it's uh, it's easy. It, it makes sense. I just feel like Ultimate is their chance to give other lesser represented series more of a shot, especially since they're including every character ever made for Smash into the game that they don't necessarily need to add on to the already quite hefty rosters. So I'm going to say maybe a, maybe a 40% chance. 40%. All right. All right. Well, you're not going to like this next one then. Okay. Paula from Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, God. Who of course, actually has roots going way back to uh, to the original Super Mario. Or not even uh, not even Super Mario, rather, Donkey Kong, back in 1981. Hmm. See, the, and here's the problem I run into is, like, uh, I say that about Pokemon, but Mario, for the longest time, has been the flagship uh, franchise for Nintendo. So if they're going to add characters to the roster uh, for series that are very important to them, usually Mario is at the top of the list for me when I think they're going to add something new in that vein. So I would say probably a maybe a 50% chance for that. I don't think enough right. people are familiar enough with, with that character to to put it in smash like I, especially I would have agreed the players with you before. who play smash right now yeah I, I would have agreed with you before but we've had 11 million people buy super mario odyssey and experience the paula scene where she's True. singing and stuff like that i think the only thing that's kind of holding paula back is she would have no no moves yeah like you'd pretty much have to make up her moves we're like princess peach you kind of had a foundation to build on because she's been in a lot of other games and Paula really has only been in Mario Odyssey and then like games from 35 years ago. So yeah, that would be a challenge. But uh, I I think if you were asking me, I, I would think I would put this at a solid 50%. Yeah, that's where I'm putting it. 50%. Okay. So the last one, uh, maybe a little bit of a safer choice. Octoling from Splatoon and the star of the recent Octo expansion. Echo Fighter, hundred percent. Echo, Echo Fighter, Fighter is what I think too. Hundred percent. I'm gonna say that's a hundred percent. We're getting an Octoling as an Oc- as an Echo Fighter. Um, I I I agree. I think that we're gonna get another Splatoon character because Splatoon is so ridiculously popular in Japan. Um, it's popular here it too. Just, it is, but I mean, in Japan, it has like a fifty three attach rate to switches, which means that yeah. for every basically for every two people that own a Nintendo Switch, one of them owns Splatoon too. That which is insane. Doesn't surprise me, honestly. Split like I having played Splatoon, like I understand the draw, and especially having been to Japan and, and experiencing the culture there and the people, like that is a no brainer, I think. It's uh it's and such an attractive game. Yeah. It's it is it's a great game, it's a great new series. Um I think that you know, I think that the Inklings are going to be a great character. I'm surprised they weren't in the last Smash game, actually. I think they're yeah. going to be a good addition to the series. Well, a lot um, of people created Inklings using the, the Mii Fighters. It was pretty funny. My yes, roommate did that's that. that's true. Yeah, there was some Inkling costumes there. Um, and yeah, that, that is our list, the characters that we have. So just a quick recap here. We uh, Taylor Wells' percentages. 
He has Dark Samus and Octoling at 100% certainty that they will be in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate as Echo Fighters. Detective Pikachu with an 80% certainty that he will be an Echo Fighter. Springman at an 80% certainty that he will be a original fighter. And Rabbids to round up our top 5 as a 75% certainty that they will be an original fighter. I don't disagree with any of that. I think that that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah, it's a miracle. We can agree on something, you know? Yeah, I uh, I agree. I disagree with you about, what was it? Nintendo Labo. He's he's going to be in. He's going to be in. Yeah, you know what? If he does show up, I will happily take that L and hold that. You know, I I would be intrigued to see what they do with that. We want you guys to let us know who you think is going to be in Smash Ultimate. Do you agree with our rankings here? Do you agree with our percentages? Do you think that we're out to lunch with some of these characters? Have we missed somebody so obvious that they're just staring us right in the face? We want you to let us know. Comment and uh, head over to ZeldaDungeon.net and let, uh, you know, tell, tell Taylor and myself how wrong or maybe even right we are. Um, so with that being said... That is episode 20 of the Champions Cast, and we are going to be excitedly watching the Smash Direct going on this Wednesday. That is, again, at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Um, but thank you very much for listening, guys. It is, uh, it's always a pleasure. Head over to Podbean. Head over to iTunes. Drop us a like. Drop us a comment. Drop us a subscription. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>